Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. You are listening to Let's Drone Out. Tonight, we are joined by Stephen. Hello, everyone. I'm Brian Till I Fly. We are joined by Tony. Bonjour. My darling wife. Um, and we are joined by, I should have asked you before, Alex, your uh, your how to pronounce your surname. But uh, uh, it's Alexander uh, Fedor Commander. Fedor. <laughs> No, that's not my surname. It's not no, in my it's passport. Not in my passport. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the last name official. <laughs> last name official is Fedorov, but Fedorov. this is Russian. Like Fedorov is is okay too, ah. but uh, that mostly go by just a nickname. Yeah, no worries, man. Um, you've been working on um, uh, the, the Kiss fightware uh, firmware uh, controller, and you <laughs> run a Patreon. And I believe that you uh, work on the code, and everyone who uh, is a member of your Patreon and has access to special firmware that allows for things like return to home or fail safe, and all that all that good stuff, um, as such. And you've been, as I think I, I, I'm aware that you've been maintaining the the, the code as well. So you um, you've been adding uh, set features and like new stuff up to up to a point. So is is that right? Yeah, it's very uh, very true. Uh, except uh, chronologically, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I was have... going to ask actually for Kiss newbies. Could we start with the chronolo- uh, chronological part and like where it came from, how you got involved? Yeah, that would be a long story, but I think it would make more sense to do that because Patreon, it's like something uh, came a couple of years ago and it was created. Uh, by request of the users, actually, I didn't never want Patreon, so uh, users actually forced me to do that. And uh, well, just uh, tell me where do you want me to start? So uh, I think I'm in the drone world since 2013. It's quite a long time, actually. So, so that, so I'm, I'm wondering, does that put you in with like multi Wii or? Mm, no, base flight was my first one on NASA, NASA 32. Oh, uh, man. So you're... Same uh, uh, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. It was open pilot for a week, and then it was NASA, NASA 32. Yeah. Open I pilot didn't work well for me, So, and I have still bumps on my ceiling from it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Andrew's Ash Frank, who's... Uh, Unfortunately, very unwell. Um, 
but we hope for a speedy recovery and uh, hope you get hope you get better, buddy. Um, as far as I know, he's doing okay. Seventeen uh, percent of the poll says, "What is Kiss?" Um, I believe uh, Kiss is a fork from the multi Wii firmware. Mm. Is it not? I th- no, I th- no, not really. Uh, Kiss was created by Flyduino, and uh, Felix was responsible to actual creation of it. So he was working there at uh, at the time. Flyduino was making nice Kiss ACs, and uh, we know all these little firecrackers and uh, cleaning them with the IPA and. Uh, uh, with a toothbrush, it was a nice process, and nice evening uh, was made out of it. And uh, at some point in time, let me check when, I think in 2015, end of year, uh, Felix also made uh, a flight controller that was uh, F3-based. At that time, it was a hot item. And uh, with very limited firmware, that beeper was doing just beep, and uh, that was a time when the case was born. I got my kiss in the beginning of 2016, so pretty much very soon after it was released. And, well, it's a bit of light just ended for me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's when kiss started. Oh, so that's, you... No, oh, carry on, sign. I was just going to say, that's probably when you started using kiss, wasn't it, That was when I, well, when I started using kiss, yes. And I was... Uh, Really nice time and really nice flight with, uh, I was literally, well, not literally, but just blown away with uh, with how it flies compared to what mm. I had before with bad flight. And uh, yeah, I started yeah. a few weeks Jack, later. Started Jack to used to fly, Jack used to fly a kiss and bang on about how good it was for ages, didn't you, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, to the point where Tony uh, refused to try it. <laughs> But I like if you're using um, open uh, uh, open toilet. Um, I'm guessing you you had had a CC3D. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So and you you, you say beat fly, but it must have been uh, base fly. You must have had clean fly. Yes, yes. First on I said this was. Uh, did I said better flight? It was base flight. Was yeah. a base flight for a week, and then clean flight was uh, released. I think clean flight was after base flight, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. I flushed I it very carefully, and was like, "Ooh, that's nice." Uh, then uh, it was for a year or so. Then uh, Boris uh, starts to commit more than uh, all uh, clean flight team together. I think, and uh, changes were so fast, and uh, he decided to fork it just to do a better flight. And yeah. That's yeah, it it was it was uh it was on the RC groups and there there were so many um pull requests and things weren't getting done fast enough and I think the I think the for him was the notch filters. Oh it, it came later, in. it came later. Was it? Uh, Start okay. it starts it started I think uh uh, what the biggest one was uh, uh, the uh, when the Nicholas Sherlock, that's the guy who made a uh, black box, uh, find uh, made a very nice uh, program that uh, logs actually uh, CPU utilization per function. 
and they realize that is uh, like 80% of time goes to just deal with uh, what I2C boss to wait and do nothing. And mm. uh, that was improvements, you know, loop, loop time got very shorter. And uh, uh, what then it was uh, changes in the PID controller. There was like four PID controllers and uh, one was from Multi-V, all, all integer arithmetics and stuff. And uh, what Boris started to do, he started to dig into loop float controller that was fully based with uh, float arithmetics. And that one actually when the fun was for me uh, started. Uh, I talked a lot to, to Boris at the time and uh, he was using me as a tester. He was also sending me code and I was running to uh, my flying spot. It was like five minutes walk from here and uh, fly it. And it was, it was fun time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I remember back in 2015, 2016, me and Tony and and Frank were interviewing Boris. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to have a like mutual friend of you know. And unfortunately, Boris has just completely disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, which well. is a real shame. I do I do miss him and his videos. Nice but, guy. Nice guys. Never, never met him actually. We live in the same country. He was yeah. working like five kilometers from place where I'm living. He was flying on my spots, but we never met. That I think yeah. it's just you know normal. So uh, Alexander, yeah. how did you get involved in building your own boards then? Uh, oof, you're just jumping like five years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is a big jump. Yeah, that's a big jump. So. Uh, you want to know a bit more how it was moved from Betaflight to Keys or yeah, 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 yeah. straight away to 2021? No, <laughs> let's, let's, do the, let's not do the jump. Uh, well, that was fun with, uh, with Betaflight. And uh, I even have some commits in Betaflight, actually. So it still still runs. Mm -hmm. And uh, some something for Black Box I did uh, with uh, Nicholas Sherlock was helping him at the time. Actually, he gave me permission to implement a black box logger on KISS. Uh, so I asked him, can I do that? And he said, yeah, no problem with that. Well, uh, when I start uh, flying KISS, well, it was flying great, but there was not much what uh, it can do compared to existing beta flight at the time. So, mm. you know, even Beeper didn't work and there was like, three AUX functions, which do nothing besides arm and level. So uh, I started just to poke around and try to make my own logging kind of thing uh, outside of the system, just logging telemetry between uh, OSD and uh, uh, flight controller. And uh, well, I showed, showed it to, you know, to people and uh, somebody saw uh, from Flyduino, that's what I'm doing. And then I, thought, well, they have nice GUI, let's do it, uh, uh, Android version for the phone. I had Android tablet at the time. Uh, so I did it, I showed them, and they kind of liked it. So they said, well, maybe you want to join the team. Uh, then, well, then I said, well, why not? I'm doing it anyways, so maybe people will, you know, benefit from it. So I was pretty much took care of all the GUI stuff. I added you know, all the pages you see till now is, uh, before it was just one page and, well, made some extension and make it uh, a little bit more advanced. And uh, I think in 
2016, uh, in the summer, there was a big problem with oscillations and Felix uh, couldn't work for like a few months, just family stuff. And people start suffering and uh, leaving. And well, I start to, you know, co coding more and uh, pretty much took, took care of took care of KISS uh, for, for Felix and Flyduino for a time. So start to code more, you know, get uh, uh, familiar with code base. Well, quite a lot of things was done there. That's, mm. well, and it was going for, for quite a while, I think a couple of years. Then I realized I spent uh, more time supporting KISS than I would, uh, would allow myself. Yeah, I practically stopped flying to just do coding, coding, coding. Then I just uh, left KISS for a year, more than a year, I think one and a half year. I just said enough is enough. But, uh, well, there's, there are nice people in the world. Somebody said, well, there, there are DJI things, so would you like to implement it? And we will send you all the gear, so uh, what you need? Well, I'm curious guy, so it's something new, great. So I, I started to do DJI stuff and uh, yeah, Kiss Pilot said, well, why don't you make uh, Patreon? Mm. Flyduino was okay with that, so everybody was okay. So I was like, well, if you want it, okay. I don't mind to have a few bucks on, on the side for toys. And uh, I started to to code for for Patreons who support me, and uh, well, did uh, nice things like GPS support, RTH, DJI support, uh, Ghost support. Well, you name. I it. appreciated that one. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, failsafe was uh, rewritten. Well, quite a lot of things. It was kind of pre-ultra time, and uh, I was committing it also to the master branch of keys. So FedTech and keys can anybody can can benefit from it actually. Well, and then uh, well, then keys uh, ultra happened. <laughs> That's a different story. Uh, no worries. Kiss, kiss Did you just get tired um, of waiting for? Uh, OSD to be implemented <laughs> to well, a KISS flight controller. No, no, not really, not really. The thing is, uh, and you can talk to, to Alexander Wolf, we had a lot of discussion about OSD, he's OSD fanatic. I was completely against OSD. I, I, I want something else from OSD. And uh, I thought, well, you know, Pilot doesn't need OSD. Then I thought, well, if I, what? it will look like if I want to make one for myself. Yeah, because um, I believe, is, is it a vector OSD now instead of the individual characters? Uh, it's a fully graphical OSD with uh, semi-transparency. It's 60 frames per second. So it's not like the others. Because usually yeah. you have like extra CPU that communicates with serial uh, port to the flight controller gets the data over a certain protocol, MSP or KISS protocol, yeah, you name it. And then it just shows it like 10 times per second, if you like it, one time per second. So, But the thing is, it's kind of very limiting. You have OSD with firmware, you need to update it. It needs to be in sync with, uh, with flight, uh, flight controller firmware. If you change something, you need to update both. And it's not really fast and it's limiting because well, you can't transfer anything. You can't transfer everything over the serial. 
So I thought, well, why not to have just OSD on the same CPU? So mm. and because you have it like computer, you have computer screen. So you put pixel there and it's there immediately. So you have 60 frames per second. You have a full graphic. It's like 512 pixels wide, 270 high height. So, uh, and it just looks great. Yeah. Well, the thing is then you have something you can show on the screen, but you need to have OSD itself. And initially, we thought to uh, to use uh, uh, Alexander Wolf's code on the Ultra OSD, but uh, it ended up not really compatible with um, uh, with uh, the way I program it. So it's a bit too heavy for my needs because it's one CPU. It needs to fly. It needs to render 60 frames per second. Well, if you look at that, it's not a picnic. Mm. It, it's quite interesting thing to do, but you don't want to be there. It's really time critical. So I thought, well, okay, we could use something else or we can just write it from scratch. So I thought, well, I have code for keychain configurator. It can edit parameters on the little OLED screen. Yeah, why not to use it for OSD as a base? Mm. And pretty much I ported it from a keychain to, uh, to Ultra. That's how OSD was born, actually. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know. It was it was weird. Like I, I got to chat with um, Dominic Clifton when Wright was in the UK. Um, we sat down and having a chat with him, and um, like it turned out that uh, some of the OSD code came from um, him trying to uh, use like a better way of using addressable LEDs. And um, and then some of that also went into like you know the D shot code as well, which was quite weird. So uh, <laughs> for for, no, for his think, clean flight. Uh, well, I'm doing it a bit differently. What what he's talking? It's uh, well on the CPU. You have two things that is used yeah. pretty much for all. You have timers. You have direct memory access. Basically, timer. It's ticking, and it tells the uh, uh, what to output. On uh, on the certain pin using direct memory access. And that's how the short works. You have you have uh, what yeah. 60, 16, 16 bits. You have timing. It says one zero one zero one zero done. So that's mm. your the short command. Same things you have for OSD. You have one line of pixels. You need to sync on the begin of the line, and then you need to just clock out what you want to show over the screen. But yeah. you need to be very precise. Any jitter. You will see this tiny, tiny shifts. It's really annoying. Mm. Well, and yeah, that sort of like flicker. It's kind of flickerish, but it looks like your uh, characters on OSD. They're not sharp. So, yeah. yeah well, overscan. Yeah. So uh, I'm doing something very weird on H7. It's a little bit undocumented, and uh, took me kind of like months to find the way how to clock out signals. The way I want it without loading CPU a lot, so uh, it's it's very important actually. Um, yeah. No worries. Um, so one one of the reasons why I kind of like begged you to come on was I was I was watching um, like I approached you like message like hey do we do a podcast and we forgot about it and then I was watching a Joshua Bardwell stream and. Um, like I, I was, I sat there and I was, I was watching it, and then 
like kiss comes up and they're just like they don't know what to do it do with it kill it with fire they're just like you know they, they think it's witchcraft or something and um there was there's some real like misinformation out there they were like oh yeah you know it's you know like it's stolen code or whatever you know or you haven't got permission and i kind of like spat my drink out and i was like no luckily blunty corrected it don't worry but um he was just you know you have permission from flyduino kiss and felix and obviously because you worked with them so uh i don't need to have permission from felix that's one thing so he's working okay. at FedTech. so uh i have a license agreement with uh with paul uh yeah for flyduino so it's all official. It's uh, there's nothing is stolen. There's no. a, well, imagine in like four or five years, the amount of code I wrote for Kiss is now is like eighty five percent is my code. I wrote it's still well it was property of uh, Flyduino, of course, but uh, uh, we have agreement that I uh, the code I wrote for Ultra I'm not going to open to anyone. So that's. Uh, that's my thing, and we have agreement with that. So basically, everything what I, what I do is agreed upon upfront with uh, with Flyduino. Even the shape of the flight controller, we wanted to have the same shape that uh, Kiss V2 has, almost the same shape. But uh, we got a permission to use it. So Blanty was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Like it was. Yeah, there's some people, you know. Uh, are like not really following it closely and you you understand you know you understand like there's misinformation out there and it's not really sort of that that open and and out there so i can kind of understand but all, all i can say is kiss it's not flight uh yeah right race flight <laughs> you know so. well not really <laughs> no but um is it is it true? I've heard like the rumors that like with the Kiss Ultra, you're gonna take in your sort of like own direction. Is that true? You're gonna, or is it still gonna follow uh, Kiss? Uh, it it is going its own direction for for you know since uh, June last year. So that's okay. that's that's another thing. But um, uh, whole idea of the project. Well, I was not really happy with uh, where. The uh, kiss is going, led by FedTech. So I thought, well, let's do it the way we like it. And the whole idea is to keep it kiss, mm. keep the same feel, don't change a lot, improve it. But you know, when people fly kiss, they say, well, it is kiss. That's yeah. I don't know what Felix did it, but there, there's no magic. It's it's a code, but it's quite a nice code to fly. It feels good, and people looking for that feel. That's mm. not gonna change. It can be improved, but it's basically well. I'm working on some things now, and I see it is not working the way I wanted, and the flight behavior is changing. So I just dropped it and you know threw it away. Not good. Don't have problem to start all over again, but I think Ultra it is Kiss on steroids. It's Kiss next level. Well, Ultra it is beyond Kiss, so that that's mm. the meaning of Ultra. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Is, is anyone still developing Kiss? Like, uh, or because it feels really sort of stagnated, you know, with, with the updates. There hasn't really been, uh, there hasn't been like a, a ESC update for, for, for ages with like on the, you know, it's kind of, everything's kind of gone stable. Is there any more development for just regular Kiss or? Well, uh, first of all, I do on the flight controller, so I don't really care about ACs too much. Yeah, uh, they they're really not my thing, so um, I can't can't tell what's the plans or what's what's going on in AC land for uh, Fly Duino. Uh, flight controller wise, uh, well, officially FedTech has a maintenance contract with Fly Duino, and I think they think they do maintenance for the old uh, Kiss code base. Uh, well, I have some reservations about it but uh, uh, that's that is it is what it is uh, on other side I do support for my patreon users and that's pretty much most advanced case uh, firmware at the moment well I'm missing some things but they're not really relevant like go support uh, I think I did go support yeah I think I did go support yeah uh, crossfire 3 I think is missing there but um, uh, for people who is using uh, Kiss for long flight, uh, long range flight, and uh, using GPS and uh, RTH. That's that's pretty much firmware to go, because I think since I released RTH, uh, nine quads were saved, just okay, from nice. falling to sea. And uh, you know, it's it's just one extra makes makes you want to go further. It's, it's just what you've been working for, and uh, RTH was really fun to do. I never flew it, actually, myself. So it was flown only by my testers and uh, testers logging, and, uh, well, we flew, I think, more than 300 lipos while doing it. A lot. Yeah. Uh, so people like it, uh, but uh, I decided not to share the code when I start Ultra, and the last piece what I did for RTH is RTH on failsafe. It's not included in the official firmware. Everything before that, it's all included. So you have GGI, you have, well, you name it. Ultra has everything I ever did. Does uh, Return to Home, does it come home and land? Or do you, does it come no. home loiter, just loiter? or just... It's just loiter. So uh, we... We decided not uh, with the testers not to go down, because uh, for example, you, if you have GPS and you was not careful taking off, mm. and uh, you're returning, there could be up to thirty meters difference actually with a with a home altitude, yeah. and if you have forty meters, uh, well, return to home, and then it goes down, it could be a well, it could be very very bad. Yeah. So we decided to just, uh, the whole idea is it returns, it loiters, you take over control. If you can't, it will just drop that. But you will have time to run away until it starts beeping and, uh, well, it will start beeping and then it will just fall. I think falling with just disarmed motors, it's less damage than to just, you know, go uh, down and spinning that blades. Mm, no. Yeah. Safety first. You save your GoPro, you, you got your battery back, most of the quad that you could repair if it did fall from the sky anyway. So, And you've saved nine quads so far. That's, yeah. that's good. Place. Yeah, that's, that's good, that's man. Brilliant. Thank you. I think RTH record, uh, if I remember, seven or six kilometers. 
and uh, nine nine quarters. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's. Yes, uh, it flies actually quite well. I think uh, when I released it, Better Flight Boys changed their code a little bit to to fly better because it was like yeah. wow, 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 all the time. And I see after that they fly smoother. Uh, <laughs> very simple, actually. It's very simply done. I wonder. I'd like to see what speed it comes back at. <laughs> or can you set that? Uh, uh, no, actually, no. It just comes back when it comes back. Uh, I wanted to make a speed control, yeah. and it actually worked worse than without it. So basically what it does, it just tilts and just goes home. I wonder if you could like average it for consumption, so it eco, it, it monitors the voltage and amp draw, and you know, like sort of ekes it back if you're low on battery. <laughs> Uh, it, will, it, it will land. I guarantee it will land. It will Gravity land. will do the trick. <laughs> I know. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. We've got a classic question. Um, how did you start in the hobby? Like, how did you hear about drones? What did you buy? Oof. You know, like, what drew, drew you into this? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't buy anything. But uh, when I was a kid, I was doing some uh, plane models. Mm. And, uh, you know, the ones that go with uh, with wires. I don't know how it's called in English. Control line. Yeah, on control lines and this kind of things. And I really wanted to fly helis. It was my dream. I loved how they look. And, uh, you know, with the nitro engines, they do so much noise. And But uh, in Russia at that time, it was not really possible. Well, years uh, passed, and I think in 2013 or 12, end of the year, uh, it's my birthday, and uh, my wife got me a parrot, air drone. Okay. That was uh, my not, not Not squawk parrot. <laughs> <laughs> not on the kill. <laughs> what, was it well, the polystyrene ones? Uh, the one with you know with big ears and uh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. this uh, from uh, from for me oh, yeah. and uh, I Things. destroyed it in the first day of course <laughs> so <laughs> but uh, a week later it become one that can fly further with uh, real radio with uh, Arduino on it and with a hack that actually nice. re replaced the phone oh that was fun you can fly mm. like thirty meters in instead of ten. And uh, yeah, it didn't actually live very long on me. I sold it and I got myself, uh, uh, what was it? I think uh, f uh, Flame Wheel from DJI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, was that one. Then it was uh, Tarot 700. And after that, it was Blackout Time. And no way. Is, yeah, yeah, blackout. Oh, you, you actually got yourself a Blackout, did you? Yeah, I, had, I bought two Blackouts, uh, one of the first batches. Uh, uh, Black out the dunk, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you had like navigator uh, motors and <laughs> team motor I, navigator. I still have it. It's it's on my shelf. I still have that motors, oh, and I do have uh, a Sony camera and uh, well, Sony CCD. 
Yeah, exactly. Twelve yeah. holes. Oh my god. There's a little bobbins. <laughs> yeah. I know. So it's really nice to like to talk to someone who's been in the hobby for quite a while. Because like mm. you, you know, saw like, that video, huh? Yeah. In the me, in the forest, the Star Wars video. That's yeah. what yeah. started funny. Meeting yeah, meet the French guys in it racing and that. Um like, because, you know, as much as I mock Tony for being a dinosaur, like, I am really starting to feel it, you know, uh, it's, it, like, in, in the hobby. you got all these, like, new blood come in and, you know, they don't they don't know what PWM stands for. They don't have to. Just D-shot, you know, arguing about what was better, D-shot or multi-shot. And uh, I'm glad that one was put to bed. Um yeah, I I done some uh, beta testing on the old D Shot ESCs, and I had the the dead duck, you know, uh, when D Shot come out, and I, the worst part was I done some long range um, oh. at Hidden Valley. It, uh, Tony will know. There's this there's this derelict farmhouse on the other side of the valley. I flew out there, flew back, no problem. Went to uh, Stammer Park, which is like a little flat, you know, nothing really there park and then i'm orbiting myself with uh dan upton tony will know one of our old friends in the hobby mm-hmm. and uh and then yeah my my quad ESE is just you know dead duck fall out the sky pick it up and then it's like me me and then they're beaconing and stuff so yeah i was just like Phew. that's what yeah. testing's about Jack. i know <laughs> i was like yeah this works great and then next day it was like just dead duck so, yeah. Um, yeah. Simon K for the win. Yes. <laughs> yes, Martin. Yes. Flushing is freaking disaster. <laughs> with, yeah, yeah, with, um, uh, with the, the uh, Atmel header. Hey, you know, do you remember that? Yeah, the white thing you put on the chip. Yeah, I've well, got I, one of those. Yeah. yeah I was flushing Silabs, uh, Silabs, he's from DGI. That's even oh, worse. What? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like from each is yeah, like three wires coming out for just programming them. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you said you put an Arduino on the um on on the parrot. Yeah. So that must have been Moe Wee code. Surely uh, it's not my code. Uh, no, I found was... No, no, no. It was not multi Wii. The thing is, uh, parrot was running Linux. And there was a debug connectors on the sh- uh, on the on the belly of the quad where you can just uh, connect terminal, and okay. basically there was Arduino was taking uh, PPM input from from receiver normal receiver uh, I had the spectrum okay. and just converting it to uh, to pretty much shell commands that go left go right, and uh, so you don't need a phone to control it and you can do it with uh, with you know Tim Failsafe radio. It okay. it worked quite well, not that far, but uh, quite well, better That's than phone for sure. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Can we can we see your <laughs> t-shirt, please? The, the, just yeah, kiss, kiss me, me shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a dear friend of mine uh, made it. Uh, it's an official, and friend of mine made uh, like twenty five of them uh, in the world, and I got two of them for me and friends. Cool. I love it. I like it. Like Crux FPV said, "Elephant in the room stock." Um, yeah, you've got more stock in. Uh, of what? Uh, I guess Kiss Ultra. Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, yeah. So um, they're available from uh, 
Is it the 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 DU the the German one and uh, yes, and, and I think um, Impulse RC as well. Yeah. So uh, I did first first test batch. Uh, it it's about minis uh, because. Uh, I'm making small batches, like half thousands, six, seven hundred pieces at a time. It's quite expensive. And uh, I got a first batch of minis uh, literally yesterday. hundred pieces just to see it's working. So uh, because we had to change some some electronics, it was hard to get chips. And uh, I have a problem because factory forgot to put cables in it. And I want to have flight controllers with set of cables you can connect to uh, anything you want and uh, to... Well, to this one as well. And I had a dilemma to wait a week till they sent me the cables or to get, you know, stuff to people to start flying this weekend. And, uh, well, I, I I have Discord now. I talked to the guys and they said, well, we, we don't mind have some without, without cables. Mm-hmm. So I just took 20, put it on my store. I run my store now, so since last weekend. Uh, and uh, it's shipped this morning, so uh, I hope tomorrow they will get it and will st- start flying this weekend. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week I'm getting cables. I will repack it and I will send half of it to in factory, half of it to Impulse RC, so it will be spread it a little bit on the world. I'm too lazy. I have no time to just do shipping to overseas. I do only Europe. Uh, well, one-man show so you need to mm-hmm. prioritize stuff so yeah. that's the story yeah i have stock you will have it i don't even give uh minis to my uh team pilots from this batch so everything goes to people i have okay. one i have one i soldered it this is the first one i soldered and i it's still my only mini <laughs> yeah I, he uh he, caroline mentioned um uh the 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 drac at the back there you go uh, mini drac in the background you've you've even got your pick and place machine so um for people unfamiliar like the soldering n- nerd talk that's the little machine that sucks components out of those reels and uh and then places it on top of the uh, pcb yeah. and then uh you were saying you built a a, a reflow oven out of a pizza yeah. oven uh, so he's like Excellent. delicious delicious pizza hut uh this 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 episode sponsored by pizza hut it's no, not no, really no, no. pizza is not uh, allowed in this oven yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and yeah you're you're you're, you're flowing your own boards um <laughs> which is incredible and you were talking about the minis that have the the smaller you know you're now going to bga mm-hmm. um and uh we were t- talking uh put resin around to like glue the the chip in place so that's that's quite interesting uh that's uh you had your concern about uh durability of of the bga uh, chips the thing is um i spoke to uh, quite uh, some engineers and uh about you know you have bga you have board you crash and sometimes bga chips are going bad uh the thing is it's valid, yeah. If you have big SBGA chip, so it will uh, have cracks in the uh, in the solder, and it will stop working. Like you probably saw it in the runtime split, uh, runcam splits. 
a lot of them are dying because of the chips, but they're chips like this, so they're huge. And usually what uh, what they do uh, uh, on factory, they put a resin, you know, black resin around the chips to glue it in, actually. So maybe you saw it uh, on the phones, uh, all yeah. the chips are, are glued. It's not no problem to do that. And I was offered to actually do that. But uh, guys said, it's eight by eight millimeters chip. It's eight by eight millimeters. They do this uh, thing with uh, resin about 12 by 12 millimeters. So it's pretty much 50% more. Mm. And uh, from all the, all the ultras that were sold, it's a three-digit number. There was no one uh, uh, H7 chip just desoldered or had a crack in the solder. None. G give give one to Tony. I'm sure he. I'm sure he can have a bloody we, good old go. <laughs> we we dropped it 60 meters on concrete. And, uh, uh, and it's still alright. Oh uh, yeah. well, yeah, it's fine. Hard mounted or the um, the uh, or soft mounted, you know, the rubbery uh, or hard or on very hard uh, rubbers. That's the impulse resist sense with the frames. Uh, they just yeah. easy easy to mount for me this way. Uh, Liveu was doing bando stuff and uh, he crashed a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, what Damien did, that's that was incredible. He he tortured it like there's no tomorrow. But he, <laughs> he, the guy is crashing. If he crashes, he crashes. Good. So he said this is last indefinite time longer than race flight. I said, like, mm -hmm. can't complain. Very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, Caroline asked, does Ultra interface to the DJI HD? Yeah. You can, you, it does uh, interface. You have quite a lot of sensor, I think 12 sensors implemented. And you can move things around if you, if you please. You can use presets where you can move it around. It's a bit trickier because uh, I have one OSD editor for analog and DJI. You need to use analog OSD editor to edit DJI location. So, it's, but it's okay. Uh, right, let's have a look. I've got some thing. Also, uh, big up. Um, you, you're a fan of individual ESCs. Um, well, I have some. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah uh, you, you released the PDB, which was <laughs> a good shout. This one? Yes. It's yeah. called uh, P Project Iron Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, oh, I understand. I see. I see. Well, <laughs> very good. Um what was I going to do? Uh, the peak and place machine for development and your prototyping. Are you are you still doing that, or are you now out of the prototype stage, or and you're just focusing on code, or is there going to be more revisions to the boards? Uh, it depends on the availability of components. At the moment, we have revision five of Ultra and revision two of Minis. Uh, we have quite a big stock of components that we need. I think I'm talking thousands. Yeah. So uh, uh, at the moment there will be no uh, no new revisions. But if if I will need one, so I can just make a board, you know, put it on machine, it assembles it in like five minutes. So pretty cool. And turn and just crazy. <laughs> it's it's like electronic engineering porn. You look at yeah. this machine and says it would took me like six eight hours to do it with a freaking pincet. Yeah. Have you got optical uh, to tell which yeah, direction? Sure. Oh, man. 
Yeah, that's uh, right. it has two cameras. It's his uh, top top vision, bottom vision, and uh, all the goodies. Zero zero four zero two uh, components. Oh, they're very small, and I'm old. I'm don't can't really see them to be honest. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, what do, yeah? What direction do you plan to go in the future? Like, what is your next big big goal? Because if you've you know you've you've introduced the uh, return to home. You've you've introduced the, the 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 vector OSD. What what's your next goal now? Is it to uh, is like fly better or um, fly performance? Yeah. Is it, is your... Yeah. There are some things that that are Kiss Legacy, so they not really bothering me a lot, but uh, they could be done better. So that's what I'm planning to do coming coming time, actually to to improve and uh, fix that uh, that little problems that that can be better. Hmm. Okay. Well, I I definitely felt a difference between Kiss V1 and V2. I'd like mm -hmm. to uh, I'd like to have a, um, a crack of the Ultra. I think, especially with the return to home stuff. Uh, yeah, there, there, there was actually not that not that much difference, but um, uh, there are two differences between V1 and V2, except the processor. There's a I2C and SPI bus uh, for, for gyro. Of course, SPI is faster. And uh, because the CPU is just faster, what, four times or mm. whatever, to 217 versus 87. Don't remember really. Uh, I have uh, adaptive filter that is pretty much twelve times faster than well, not faster, twelve times better than uh, on F three, and on FH seven you have quite a bit of CPU power available to do nice yeah. stuff. So it's mm -hmm. four hundred eighty megahertz with a uh, quite big caches, and uh, it's it's amazing machine. It's really yeah. amazing. It's so pleasant to work with it. It's it has so many uh, interesting, uh, uh, well, parts or you know devices inside. And there's better DMA. I don't care about uh, the speed of the bus. So uh, to be honest, so nobody should. But uh, raw CPU power, it's crazy. I'm loading seven, uh, what seventeen, uh, thirteen, seventeen percent with 60 frames per second OSD and uh, full-blown flight controller on one CPU. So there's wow. so, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, um, did they, they must have tweaked something um, with, like between KISS V1 and V2, there was definitely a change for the yaw. I don't know, like... I, same code. Same code. Exactly the same. Yeah, exactly the same code. I I don't remember anything related to to yo. Uh, basically, you have uh, you have low level codes that is uh, for mm. F three, F seven, H seven, G four, whatever, and you have uh, your flight code. And usually, flight code is the same for all of them, except well, adaptive filter, Tweets. for example. It's just two different filters uh, can't work. Uh, and um, yeah, I don't know. It filters better. Mm. That's that make uh, can make a difference. Uh, CPU load make a lot of difference in flight. It does. 
it's yeah. it stupidly does. The faster you do, the more actual uh, value of gyro you have, and the more faster motor response you got. We try to H7 with just exactly the same firmware as F7. It's like freaking day and night. Mm-hmm. You you f- you feel this connection. So it's everyone says like uh, F7. You have brain, hand, squad. With H7, you have brain, squad. It's mm. it's just faster. I don't know how to explain it. It mm. well, I know how to explain it. It will be a very long explanation. Um, MQZ uh, FPV says the only downside flying quick kiss for me is the anti gravity is not there. I'm working on it right now. You you're working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it uh, because. Uh, there are some pieces I already did actually in the B20 and B22 firmwares. It's uh, it's a bit better, but I'm not happy about it. So it will be implemented. Um, so I it's I think it's one of the top of my list. So it annoys me. And the thing is, what what happens now? Because uh, Betaflight 4.3 fixed it finally, and now they everyone's like comparing everything to Betaflight. It's like we did it. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's I, great, I, it is it is kind of mad like and also am i am i right in saying um that the the kiss ultra interfaces uh with um the bohle and bohle vastro yeah. is that right like yeah. <sighs> thank you <laughs> to actually write this code and sniff the protocol Unfortunately, yeah. there's not much documentation available from Bill Haley team, but they helped. Yeah, I spoke, I spoke with Scout. I spoke with other guy. What's what's his name? Oh, I don't remember. It was a year ago. And uh, yeah, actually, it works with all Bill Haley's. You have passed through. You even have the message on OSD that is Bill Haley passed through active when you do that. It's just mm. little things, but oh. yeah, it works. No worries. Um, any questions, guys? Put it in the chat. Last ten minutes is always over to you. Um, a couple in now. I think. Hang on. Just yeah. No worries. Will you increase production? Uh, I do. I do. That's Slowly, good. I do. Uh, please send some to. Uh, there, there's a company, Hobby RC, in uh, in the UK. Like that would be amazing. <laughs> It's like you have a two dealers that will have 50% of budget and three dealers that will have 30% of budget. Yeah. Well, it will be sold uh, again in uh, what uh, N Factory was selling it uh, like four ultras a minute last time. Mm. It's, it's, yeah, it goes quite fast. Yeah, I think someone in the chat said that um, who was using it, Vanover was starting to use Kiss Ultra. Yeah, so. It is. It probably start getting, you know, even more popular now because, you know, someone like that flies it. Everyone's going to want to try it, aren't they? Uh, I don't really offer ultra to any pilot. They usually come and ask. So I'm deliberately not not pushing it. So no. Damien, Damien asked, and uh, he made me to improve some things for him. Yeah, Vanover asked Titan. Um, even Bard will ask a few days back. No way, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sent I sent him a couple, so oh, I hope nice. I hope he will enjoy it really for like Merry Christmas. <laughs> no worries, uh, Chris Davis says, um, not a question, but just an opportunity to say thank you, Alex, for the ultra. It's been truly incredible, and has been brilliant to use on some big TV jobs here in the UK. 
Nice. Oh. Chris, you're from the UK. Hello, my friend. Uh, yeah, brother. Uh, Mike X says, also, you can now have current sensor with BR Heli 32. <sighs> Don't you start. <laughs> That's the problem. BR Heli has no good support of G-Shot, G-Shot telemetry. It's, they, they just send not really good values back. And, uh, yeah, Bardwell... <laughs> But <laughs> Shady, Shady's a legend in the chat. He's he's one of the old school, and uh, yeah, um, we've seen Zero in the chat as well. Richard Warwick, um, some really good some guys. New faces yeah. in there as well. And yeah, some old ones. Taz FBV hasn't been in the Tailspin. Thank you. Yeah, totally. Uh, did Kiss Fork from Mycocopter? Is that right? Microcopter. Microcopter. I have no freaking yeah. idea. I didn't start Kiss. Felix did. With, uh, yeah. And now but, he's working on um, Fat Tech. Yeah. So, you know. Good luck. Yeah. If you got, do you want to plug your, uh, do you want to plug some of your Patreon and, and everything in your shop? And uh, I could paste in the Discord as well. The disc. I don't have links with me, so I need to look around. No. <laughs> but uh, all the links basically are available in the GUI, just kissultra.com. And uh, you have web GUI, uh, so you don't need to install it. And uh, on the bottom line, you have Patreon, Facebook, uh, Discord, native GUIs. Shop will be in the next version. So it's it's all there, so it doesn't, treat, doesn't need to be mentioned. So Let's have a look. Have I got any other things I can ask? Yeah, have you flown Beta Flight lately? No. You haven't? Okay. No, a no, couple no, of right. years ago I tried to uh, configure one of a friend of mine and failed miserably. No. <laughs> but no, you, it's, ser seriously, I, I, I couldn't. It's Maybe too I'm much not. going on, isn't there? It's not it's keep it like, simple. You yeah. need to be freaking rocket scientist to do yeah. that. So, like, I don't know what's PT1 filter and well, I know what PT1, PT1 filter is, what PT2 filter, where you put need to put it, combine it, and then you have uh, it's complicated. It's it's yeah. great, it's very advanced. You can do whatever you, you want to do, but some people just want to fly. Um, how did you get into um, coding and developing in general? I yeah. do coding since I was like 13 or 14 years old. Uh, in 1996, there was, uh, uh, I'm from Russia, you know, there's computers, it's it's very abstract thingy and was not available in uh, in 80s. And But in uh, 86, there was a post in the electronic magazine, how to make your own computer. And this is how it started. So they posted in a year, you need to buy components one by one. Then you get PCB, you need to solder it and you need to program it. And it was, I was like 14 at that time. It's, <laughs> well, some people just trying to catch girls, but uh, well, probably I just was too nerdy. Uh, yeah, and this is how I started uh, to program in machine code without any interpreter or anything. I still remember like CD, it's call in assembly or C9, it's return. So this is how you code, machine code straight away. Cool, huh? Okay, what gear do you use? Oh, sorry? What gear do you use? Uh, 
like goggles? Are you, have you no. left Team Failsafe? Uh, goggles, uh, I think, uh, Dominators 2 and 3, uh, whatever the latest. Uh, somebody sent, somebody was uh, uh, sent their present HDO 3 oh, or two. 2, what's the latest? Yeah. Uh, I have DJI, uh, I have uh, uh, Sharkbite. Uh, okay. radios I have uh, there. I think uh, Mambo I bought to to check the latest what uh, Trappy is doing. Uh, yeah, they had to pull the uh, latest update for the Mambo, so they're they're, they're redoing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, Radio Master Tango Two, uh, Tango One, mm -hmm. uh, old trusted Terranis still working. Yeah. Uh, very old. Uh, what else? Drones, everything that's uh, Impulse RC is doing. Sean is uh, very kind and he sends all, all carbon stuff he makes uh, to me. Just, uh, I don't know. That's a guy. He's, uh, yeah, sure. he's a nice guy. He's, uh, I said, like, Sean, can I use the shape for this because I like it? He said, like, here's the DXF, knock yourself out. Oh, what a legend. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> really, him was, and Will look yeah. after me so he, much. Is actually he's uh, uh, helped me a lot uh, to start with OSD. So uh, quite some things uh, was taken from his design, and quite some things changed, of course. But the uh, basic was uh, was uh, was what Sean is doing on his OSD. It's not that actually complicated, but uh, well, I never did it before, so I had to start somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Shady, yeah. Uh, the Kiss Ultra has OSD built in, so. Kiss Ultra, um, it is OSD. It's one yeah. thing. Yeah, same same chip doing two things. It's same chip, yes. Flying and showing you things. Um, please, like, how much do I have to pay you to do Ghost <laughs> Ghost Lua? Sorry, the the Ghost Lua script for Kiss. Uh, is there any support available? I don't know. I don't think there is. I the last time I, I looked, I have, there wasn't. I, I uh, they sent me a, they sent me a set with a protocol description, but there is no no parameters you can change. It's just only a few packets with a payload of the six. That's it. Oh, that, that's no. what I did. Sorry, guys, can't do anymore. No maybe worries. if maybe there's there's update, but they didn't send me anything. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll hassle why, Tony. Why, why would you want to have lower script? Because uh, only if you have HD. If you're on analog, on Ultra, actually, you can do a configuration of all Crossfire connected devices just from OSD. Yeah, I it's, yeah, I'm obviously I'm not running Ultra. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like I I like the setting it with the you know going through the Tyrannus. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. I just I would like that. I guess you know old habits. Nah. nah. Um. Are there any um, projects like um, Edge TX or you know uh, Express LRS that you follow and you're interested in? Uh, yeah, I'm quite interested in Express LRS. Nice project. Uh, quite smart people there. I I have set up and I'm testing it actually on daily basis on all releases I do. Uh, one guy from Canada just sent me sent me said he is like also fanatic about Express LRS. I don't really like uh, a user friendliness a little bit of of the system. Probably they they need to grow a little bit and think about people how they use it. Updating is like I don't, yeah. I don't like it. Should be more more nice like uh, ITBS does. 
uh, but uh, in general, it's it's quite cool. No and worries. Cheap, cheap too. Uh, MQZ FPV asks, do you fly the Impulse RC Apex as a frame? Yep. Apex, uh, Apex Aliens Reverb and some other thing I'm not supposed to talk about. No worries. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taz FPV asks, is the KISS ch- uh, keychain still available and is it compatible with Ultra? Yes and yes. Excellent. I did uh, two weeks ago. I did update. Sorry, guys, it took a bit longer than I expected because I, I was busy with Ultra. Uh, it fully supports uh, uh, Ultra and Fatek, Kiss, whatever it was before. So it's uh, yeah, two mode compatible. Uh, only one thing, yeah, it's great for DJI people, so they can change everything without without uh, analog SD. Pity for them, but this is the way. Sounds Apex good. Too leaked. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? <laughs> um, guys, that is all we've got time for. You, you've been listening to the Let's Show now. Uh, massive shout out to our Patreons who keep this show running. Um, and uh, guys, thank you so much. Uh, we will keep following this project. It's uh, as a as a as a Kiss um, a Kiss fanboy for a very long time. I uh, this. This is super exciting for me, and I I love talking to you. And thank you so much for showing me your cat earlier. Um, <laughs> that has that has made my day. Um, he is a beautiful boy. Uh, please, um, I I might even send you some dreamies to feed to him. <laughs> if you're, if you're familiar he, he, with, you, you know, he's just alive because of his community. Uh, he really? Was, yeah, he has almost died, and uh, he had. Oh, when he was like seven, eight months old, yeah. and uh, he had to go to the, uh, the university. Uh, well, he was about to die, and the price for saving him was like six k. And uh, I, I, well, I was a little bit in problems uh, at that time, and I was about to sell the car for it. And uh, I just dropped a message on Facebook, and uh, I think in one evening we had the amount collected. Uh, really, wow. really great for wow. all the kids pilots. That's amazing, and he's still alive. He's eight years old and uh, brilliant. Eight and a half kilo. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's he's brilliant. a big, beautiful boy. Thank you to everyone. Uh, yeah, all the kids community. We we're we're great. We're together, keeping stuff simple, easy to use. You know, uh, I've been uh, bright till I fly. Um, Alex has joined us. Um, and uh, my darling wife, Tony. Bonjour. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Telemetry lost.